And I'd love to hear from you this morning. Maybe your doctors encourage you to join a social group or activity, take up yoga or swimming or something like that, part of this social prescribing movement. I'd love to hear from that if you've got me from you if you've got a story for me. 0418-226-576 is the text line. Or you can always head to the ABC Listen app. There's a little button called text in the corner. So 0418-226-576. Love to hear from you this morning. You're listening to Saturday Extra. Well, Irish voters head to the ballot box this week to vote for a change to their constitution that would end the presumption that a woman's place is in the home and would also redefine the definition of family. The twin referendums to be held on March the 8th, that's International Women's Day, will give voters an opportunity to widen the constitution's concept of family and the role of women in society. If passed, they will remove the Irish constitution's reference to the so-called women's duties in the home and expand the concept of family beyond a marriage. Dr Mary McAuliffe is an historian and director of gender studies at University College in Dublin. Mary McAuliffe, welcome to Saturday Extra. Good to be with you. So what exactly are Irish voters being asked to consider in these twin referendums? Well, there are two articles of the Constitution that they are being asked to consider. The first is the most famous one. It's it's called the Women in the Home Articles. It's for, Article 41.2. And it says, by her life within the home, a woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. And then it turns into... Mothers should not, by economic necessity, be forced to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. So really what that is saying, that the proper and natural place for a woman, uh, a, a respectable Irish woman, is domestic, marriage and reproductive within the home. It's a very sexist and outmoded and outdated article that was put in when the Constitution was written in 1937. And then the second one is expanding the definition of of family because the Constitution says the family is founded on marriage. And what it would do, it says that the family is founded on marriage and durable relationship. So uh, the, the, the marriage would still stay and it's adding in an extra phrase, durable relationship. Okay. okay. Uh, so it's expanding the definition. I'll come back to that one. Let's go to the woman in the home one because those words you read, I'll just read them again so people can get them because this was a bit of a shock to us here, I think, that this <laughs> language is in the Constitution in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Article 41.2 says the state will, quote, endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Now, you describe that, I think, as, you know, sexist and outdated, which it certainly is, but um, what was the original intent and historical context for this? Was it about preventing women from working outside the home or was it about compensating them for doing that? Oh, it's certainly not about compensating them for doing that because that never actually happened. It was it, it was a reflection of the times. I mean, it didn't happen out of anywhere. Uh, <clears throat> at that stage, we were about uh, 15, 16 years uh, of independence. Um, the state itself was highly conservative, uh, based on Catholic social thinking, very traditional Catholic social thinking. And between 1922, when Ireland, uh, the Irish Free State was set up, which would eventually become the Republic, and 1937, when this was written, there are at least 15 different pieces of legislation that restrict women's lives in work, um, you know, uh, censorship of contraceptives, information first and then outlawing it, an introduction of a marriage bar. So when women got married, 
they couldn't work in the public or civil service. And that was extended into private industry as well. Um, and so by 1937, women were effectively, well, certainly respectable women were effectively seen as married, uh, you know, a, a marital domestic reproductive woman was 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 the role model. Sure. Uh, and, that's, um, that, that, and so that, this was put into the Constitution. Yeah, it's not unusual that that's how respectable women would have been seen in many societies at no. the time, but writing it in the Constitution is something different. So is this it referendum so. <laughs> simply about removing outdated language or will it actually mean policy change? Well, at this stage, uh, you know, we've been through second, third, and I suppose fourth wave feminism. There yeah. is no compulsion or indeed the ideology of domesticity that this reflects is pretty much gone now. Uh, a woman's choice to be in the home is what uh, is is more common these days or a choice to work outside the home. Uh, all of those are very valid and, and a woman's life in the home is no longer, uh, you know, equitable to respectability in society. Um, however, the language in the constitution really does need to be updated uh, in order to reflect modern reality of women's lives. The second referendum is, as you mentioned, expanding the reference to family. Currently, the Constitution offers protection only to married families, quote, or other durable relationships. What does that mean? What are other, what are durable relationships? Has that been tested well, and this established? Is <laughs> no, no. Uh, and the idea is, uh, what people say is, when you see a durable relationship, you know a durable relationship. Of course, people have been scaremongering about, you know, polygamy and truples and all that sort yeah. of thing. But really what it is about is expanding the, the uh, concept of family to include single parent families, widowed families, foster families, uh, to recognise that in, in our modern society, actually, the marital family uh, is is probably not the uh, most common mm. in uh, modern Irish society. Uh, and to have a constitution to say that is the one that is privileged above all others um, is, again, outmoded and outdated. Uh, and so the idea of the durable relationship it, it is about single parent families and it is about other types of families. Um, and when people, you know, scaremonger about poly polygamy and all that sort of thing, the thing is something like that is already outlawed under legislation. So uh, what really it is, is about recognising that civil partnerships exist, that non-marital families exist, that other types of families exist in society and have to be also supported by the state. Now, it strikes me that potentially that one could have real policy implications. Does the current definition of married families, protection for marriage families or other durable relationships, does that have poli negative policy impacts for single parent families, for instance, currently? Yes, it does. Um, it it uh, means that, for example, tax laws and other types of laws privilege the marital family. So, yeah, that will have policy implications, whereas the women in the home article uh, removal won't, although people are uneasy about the replacement, 42B, uh, which uh, positions care within the home. Um, and disability activists uh, see that as, as throwing care, all care, back onto the family rather than the state. So there, there is some unease about that too. How, how contentious are these changes? Is there a no campaign and who's on that side? Oh, yeah, very much so. Um, for the article for the article on care, which is the 42.2 42 article, 
a lot of disability activists are against it, but also you have the uh, right who are very anxious that the words woman and mother not be taken out of the Constitution, which they actually aren't. They're just being taken out of that article uh, and, and a particular model of woman and mother, whereas woman appears in the Constitution in other places. And of course, citizen is gender neutral. So all all men and women are citizens anyway. And then the article on the expansion of the family, yes, very much being resisted because of property rights, inheritance purposes, taxation. Also, family reunification, there is a, a right-wing backlash against you know, migrant workers here, perhaps have, uh, using that to 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 uh, insist on family reunification. So there is like, um, campaigns to vote no, no from the right, and then campaigns to vote yes to the family and no to the uh, care referendum from among disability activists and their allies. You're listening to... So it's gotten quite complicated. Yeah, you listen to Saturday Extra. Mary McAuliffe McAuliffe is historian and director of gender studies at University College Dublin. uh, Constitutional referendums are usually complicated. Tell me a bit more about the the pushback from the disability rights groups. What's their concern? Well, what the proposal in the family section is to take out Article 41.2, those women in the home articles, and replace it with a single article, 42b, which would say uh, by their their lives in the home, um, people or care gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved um, and uh, that uh, the government shall strive to support care. And uh, they're very angry about the fact that the Citizens' Assembly, which considered these replacements, said that it should be care within the family and in the community. So the in the community is missing now from this final version we've got to vote for. And the original version said endeavour rather than strive. And the argument is endeavour brings with it, you know, uh, an idea that the government can be compelled to support care within the home and within the community, which would be sick care, elder care, uh, disability care, et cetera, et cetera. Uh Um, And strive is just, oh, well, we'll try, but sure, we mightn't be able to do anything anyway sort of thing. Um, And so there's real unease about putting that into the Constitution. What the legal scholars say is it's, it's, it's symbolic. It actually won't deliver any new rights, but it isn't taking away any old rights. But even the symbolism of it, the idea that the family is the locus of care uh, and not the state giving the support within the community and the family is is uh, disability activists, say, taking agency away from people. Mary, where does the Catholic Church stand in this, this referendum? Uh, no, no vote. They don't want anything to change. So leave the articles on the women within the Constitution because it values the role of mother and leave the uh, definition of family as the family founded on marriage. Although, ironically, because we voted in um, marriage equality, same-sex marriage in 2015, it means the family founded on both heterosexual and homosexual marriage, which I, which I think is a little bit of an irony. But uh, they didn't mention that. But they they are they're campaigning for a no no vote. And uh, what's the polling suggest that these these referendums will get up or not? Polls, uh, last poll suggested that it would be a yes yes win, but I would imagine that is narrowing 
very substantially. The thing is, if if the government had allowed the uh, the citizens' assemblies' recommendation, particularly on the care, the Article forty one point two, I would imagine they would have passed easily. But because of this um, anxiety around yeah. the replacement text, uh, the polls will narrow. But I think it will still be a yes, yes. Vote so what is in, at the end of the day? So if if it is a yes yes vote, and as you mentioned, Ireland had uh, the same sex marriage referendum in 2015. I think it's also in recent times had uh, the referendum on contraception rights. Um, what is that on, on abortion? On abortion, actually, I, beg pardon, the, yeah, I beg your pardon. Yeah, on abortion, yeah. What does that say about the the power and influence of the Catholic Church in modern Ireland? Well, it's been declining since the 90s, really, beginning with an awful lot of self-inflicted wounds through its its terrible handling of the, um, you know, uh, abuse cases within industrial schools and then child sex abuse among the clergy themselves uh, and physical abuse within schools and, and things like that. But Ireland is really a secular republic now. Uh, the Catholic Church, um, the the attendance at mass is declining year on year. Uh, while the church still would have influence in primary education and through some healthcare provision, uh, its its um, platform has become smaller and smaller, and it is declining. And it's interesting. The bishops only put out their uh, recommendation there a few days ago, um, and the immediate you know, social media backlash, well, if the bishops are saying no, I'm saying yes, was was uh, trending at one stage. So, yes, uh, I, I think that the power of the Catholic Church is much less than it was a long time ago. We're no longer that holy Catholic Ireland that, that people would have heard about. And uh, a listener's just written in to say, keep the no, dis- no disadvantage to domestic situation, reword it and use it to fight for working from the home. Has, has work from the home f- featured at all in this debate? <laughs> No, because it seems that work from the or working from the home as a worker, not just being, uh, you know, mother in the home. Not that domestic duties are very important as well. Um, yeah, that could be feasible, but these were the choices we were given, and unfortunately, if if the constitution isn't changed in this referendum, it's quite unusual for the government to revisit it within, you know quickly it would be a generation, I would imagine, before these would be revisited again if it isn't changed. Yeah, I'm sure. Mary McAuliffe, thank you so much for joining us. Not at all. Dr Mary McAuliffe is an historian and director of gender studies at University College in Dublin and Ireland goes to vote on two referenda on the uh, March the 8th, International Women's Day. Maybe some of you will be voting here in Australia. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.